0: Uh, Jeremy Newberger is with us live via telephone. He is one of the producers and directors of Heading Home, the tale of Team Israel. I saw the movie Sunday night in a theater. Um, not on my phone. <laughs> I got the full effect. on it in a theater. And tonight at the JCC of Manhattan, I cannot recommend it highly enough. Tonight at the JCC of Manhattan, they have two shows. I wish there were more. I wish there were more dates and stuff in this area, but we'll ask Jeremy about that in a minute. Uh, you can go to the JCC of Manhattan on Amsterdam Avenue and 76th Street. The showing tonight at 5.30, and then there's another showing at 7.30. So there's a 5.30 showing and then a 7.30 showing. By the way, there's a 16 handles right across the street from the JCC of Manhattan, so that makes for a great uh, capper to the evening. Uh, once the ninth inning of the movie has ended. And, uh, again, I wish there were more showings, but try to get there tonight, everybody. 5.30 or 7.30 at the JCC of Manhattan for heading home, the tale of Team Israel. Jeremy Newberger, welcome back to JM in the AM.
1: Good morning, everybody.
0: You know what I regret? I reg- uh, what do you regret? I regret that um, when I had Ike Davis on the air, you remember a few months ago when I had Ike Davis on the air, Um, I I sort of treated him because I wasn't, you know, you're never quite sure how, you know, how deeply the players got into the whole experience. So I, you know, he, he had all the right answers, of course, you know what it's like to interact with the Jewish kids and, you know, be in cities that have Jews who invite you to all the bar mitzvahs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they handled it very well. You know, you know him, he's a really good guy. And if I would have only have known then, and that's why we have to invite him back, if I would have only have known then then the type of inspiration that the players got from this entire experience i would have treated that conversation so differently i mean the guys that you featured in that film and boy you and your colleagues captured it so beautifully they they not only you know discovered their jewish identity they became representatives of the jewish world and they got the whole thing they totally got the whole concept, and I know part of it is you know the sincerity behind what happened during that run. But part of it, frankly, is that you guys captured it so beautifully. So congratulations, a grand slam, Jeremy Newberger, an absolute <laughs> grand. Well, so I gave I gave it four four total bases, a grand slam.
1: Well, I gotta say, well, first off, thank you for that. What an endorsement! But seeing uh, Nachman Siegel in the audience, uh, <laughs> that. Alone was like a you know a personal high. So I'm very grateful you guys. You brought the whole mishpucha. You guys came out and uh, you know it's the closest thing to a baseball game. This movie, look, that I think we, you can see in a theater. We had
0: a blast. I have an amazing photo with the mensch on the bench. But but in and I, and by the way, I, I I messaged Corey Decker last night. I, I hope he gets back Cody. to me. Uh, Cody Cody Decker. I hope he gets yeah. back to me because I look the, the personality. Every one of them. Did the whole Jewish angle, you know, differently, but so beautifully, so yeah. beautifully. In Cody's case, the the family and the tradition, the story he told about—I think it was him—the story he told about being excluded because he was a Jew from certain things, you know, years ago, and how how right. people made him feel because he was Jewish, and and Zaid and and Fryman and and Davis. I mean. You know, Davis comes to israel and and the rest of the team's making fun of him that he's like you know a rock star there and, you know who would expect kids in israel <laughs> team and they and I, I was commenting that the kids had baseball cards of him in Israel that they brought to get signed I mean look the whole thing the whole look the only thing missing from the movie i don't know if you saw my message yesterday on facebook the only thing missing from the movie was the footage of me throwing out the first pitch in brooklyn that's right
1: that's right right, right, yes i'm sorry i regret sometimes hard decisions are made in the edit room (laughs) let me tell you this let me tell you this uh you're you're expressing exactly how it felt as a witness of this you know moment in time this moment in sports history this moment in sort of jewish culture meeting sports history but it was extremely surreal to first travel with these guys to israel and witness the you know the glory that is the holy land uh and them kind of congealing this connection coming together with israel and why they're representing israel on the world stage witnessing all that the surreal part is then as they start winning and we're kind of following them and interacting with them, it's hard not to sort of, you know, in a down moment off camera, say that Josh Zyde or Cody Decker. Hey, you know, this is something that's like a lot bigger than right now. Like you're going to be, you know, like Mark Spitz or someone, kids are going to come up to you for till your dying day, remembering this series. It's hard to realize that or be aware of that at the in the moment. The Mark, um, the Mark Spitz comparison,
0: the Mark Spitz comparison is a brilliant one. And those who don't know who Mark Spitz was, Google it now. And you'll see because everybody in the early 70s who was a Jewish kid, you know, admired Mark Spitz and what he stood for and just being a regular American Jewish kid from California. That's all he was. It wasn't like, you know, he wasn't Tal Brody. He wasn't Sandy Koufax. He was Mark Spitz, a kid from California who you know did so well in the Olympics and gave us a tremendous amount of Jewish pride. And I think that's a really, really good comparison. Um, Jeremy Newberg is with us. The film is brilliant. Heading home, the tale of Team Israel. If you have a chance tonight, everybody, JCC of Manhattan, Amsterdam Avenue, 76th Street in New York, uh, 5.30 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Tell me about the run. Will we get more showings? Will, we, will, will people in this audience get an opportunity to see this? Well, how's it going to work?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, in the film business, it's almost like uh, baseball. You have to go through uh, spring training before you get to the majors. So, we put the film out in these kind of limited engagements in New York and in other big cities and see how audiences, you know, react and come to theaters and then use that to show the theater chains and owners, Hey, look, we can pull an audience in with our film. And so far we're, we're proving that, you know, time and time again. So I think the plan for us is going theatrical in uh, that way, a bigger you know, section of your audience will be able to go to theaters and see this. And I think that we're right now targeting the fall for that. So this is just a taste. Uh, the full meal is coming, but that, that's what we're up to.
0: All right. So in September, October, it's very possible there'll be a real run in New York City.
1: Yes, absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. I mean, the theater owner at the Manhattan JCC, after we had our premiere there uh, a month or two ago, he suggested, hey, you should come back and do a, a limited run here because that one was a sold-out show. You yeah. know, So I, I think people really want to see this. Uh, I'm getting a lot of pressure, you know, on social media from people who just wanted already to, you know, put it, you know, in their are it for Hanukkah, yeah. but we have to do things smart and we want to, we want to put it in theaters. We want the biggest audience possible to see it.
0: And how did it do last night? Was there a nice crowd? Oh
1: yeah. I mean, the three screenings on Sunday were all full. Yesterday was a great crowd, full okay. crowd. I mean, it's just, it's one of these feel good things uh, where the audience is cheering and And shouting like they're at the series again. And it's just funny to sit outside the theater listening to the cheers and the laughs. Um, it's, you know, not usually the reaction to a documentary, but this one has kind of a, a Rocky horror picture
0: show feel to it. Yeah. I think people were angry at me for cheering too much, frankly, but, but, you know, and then on top of that, I see Josh Halleckman is in it and Jordy Alter, who's partly responsible for my career is in it. You know, like all these people that, you know, end up being in the movie right. and it's really, really cool. Um, and by the way, you know, the, the scene with the reading of the McGillas Esther, Because one of the games, you know, the final game was on Purim. Uh, and the way the way you intertwined the sound of the reading of the Megillah with the game, because we know what the Megillah is all about. It's about the, the Jews becoming victorious. And, frank, right. and frankly, even though they lost that game, I thought it was so appropriate that the Megillah was in the background because it was a major victory. It was a massive victory for the Jewish people, even though they lost that game and were eliminated. So I thought that was a yeah. really good message.
1: Well, I we appreciate you for noticing that. I mean, that is... Uh, Dan Miller, the writer of my film, uh, his genius. And you know, when we went into this film, we put all our yarmulkes in. Uh, we were all in. We said we are making a Jewish film. Uh, we're going to express our you know years of loving Israel. And This is our first Jewish film, and we are just gonna. We're not holding back in any way. Yeah. So you know, you want a Megillah reading? It's in. You know, amazing, amazing. <laughs> Hatikva, it's in. And, so we, and went, we went the full way. And,
0: and really, aside from tikva if people regard it that way, the, it's really the only ritual uh, in, in the movie. You know, like, I was wondering if when they got to the Kotel, if somebody would approach the players to put on tefillin, you know, things like that. The only really real, besides Kaddish, I guess, the only ritual right. really shown is a Megillah, which I thought was fascinating. That and, and that leads to a different point, which I'm going to get to in a minute. I just have to tell you, I have to interject, because I've been saying this for for months, since the night I was in Brooklyn. I'm talking about a year ago that we were in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. When they took... Excuse me, when they took off their caps in Brooklyn for the national anthem and had Kipot underneath, which they did not have to do, frankly, that that to me was an unbelievable. Whoever thought of that was brilliant, that the team would go ahead and not just represent Israel, but would represent the Jewish people in that way. And it was a tremendous hit and not just a hit for the fans in Brooklyn who loved it, but the impression that it made on everybody was incredible. I was so glad you got one of those in the movie that you got one of those, you know, uh, national anthem scenes in the movie with the Kipot under the caps.
1: It wasn't easy, but we had it. It's amazing. <laughs> we were sort of navigating, you know, difficult shooting circumstances because everyone's very protective of, you know, right. sports franchises and, and stadiums and security. And But we, we had to get all these moments in. I mean, that's a moment that will forever be emblazoned in the memories of people who watch oh. this series and see this film. It's just a, a real connection to... To, for diaspora Jews, I think yeah. uh, you know which is most of the team yep. uh, to Israel and to Judaism.
0: And lastly I, I you may be the wrong guy to discuss this with and you'll know what I mean in a minute. But I, I want to make the following observation. The um the player I was it Zyde? I think it was Zyde who said that Koufax, you know, did what he did fifty years ago and now we could be the Kofaxes of the of the
1: community. Oh that was uh Jeremy Blyce at the okay. end of the film.
0: So Jeremy Bleich says a very powerful statement, in my opinion. We could be the Kofaxes for the next three generations. You know, as kids and adults look back at this experience, right? Which I thought was right. a, a great point and an interesting point. But I was saying to myself afterwards, you know, it's funny the the Kofax move. What he did was ritual Judaism. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. He went ahead and he 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 uh, publicly went ahead and performed the. Most important ritual in our tradition, which is not to be active on Yom Kippur, right? One would would argue the the most symbolic thing, ritually, of the Jewish people, right? The holiest day, the thing that 95% of Israelis do, etc., etc., etc. But he, Bleich, makes this point, and I say to myself, you know, they're not really Kofax. It's not like they're out there doing something ritualistically Jewish. What they're doing is showing the pride and spirituality and inspiration of Jewish nationhood. It's different to me than ritual Judaism. It was national Judaism that this team was showing everybody. And I think in this era, 70 years of the state of Israel, so different for Jews around the world because we have the state, because we have an Israeli army. It's so different now, you know, in most places, you know, uh, observing Judaism because of what we what the Jewish people have become centered in Israel. Of course, I thought that that was that that was the um, to me, the difference that this team you know, as opposed to Koufax, took it upon themselves to to galvanize a nation uh, with their effort. And I, and I was wondering if you, again, you may not be the right person to speak to about this. I'm not sure, but I was wondering if you had a comment about all that.
1: I do. My comment would be this I think you're 100% right in the sort of difference between Kofax and this team. Let me add a little bit of food for thought. The point that Bleich makes also allows for people to think of Jews. As athletes, yeah. and let's say Koufax, he opened up the minds of the world that this the, that there are ritual practices of Jews, and it's important to us, and it's our identity. What Bleich is saying is, we're a bunch of athletes, Jewish athletes, who can show that we accomplish something, that we can beat others, and you know, the stigma that Jews are not athletes is something that's you know almost like a, a joke at this point. So. I think he's taking a different stand that not only do we have Torah and our rituals, but we also can compete in this world as athletes and show strength. I think that's what I was kind of taking away from Bleich's statement as well.
0: Excellent. Absolutely excellent. It's called Heading Home, The Tale of Team Israel. See it tonight, 5.30 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. at the JCC of Manhattan. That's Amsterdam Avenue and 76th Street. And believe me, once Jeremy and his team make us aware of where else you could see this film, we will let you know. That I can guarantee you. Uh, it, I'm highly recommending it, everybody. I'm calling it a Grand Slam for good reason. Uh, those of you who know me for these 35 years, you know, speaking to this audience, uh, you know the type of the, the types of things I like when it comes to promoting Judaism and this team and this film do just that. If you are some of my friends in the more insulated communities of the Jewish world uh, and you're listening to this and you want to go to this movie, open up your minds. Realize that these gentlemen do not come from homes where they say moda'ani each morning and do not come from homes that light Shabbos candles and yet they went ahead and incorporated Jewish tradition and Jewish life into their own lives as as they experienced all of this and it's remarkable to watch Jeremy, I thank you. Congratulations. Let us know. Let us know whenever it's showing anywhere. I want to get as many people as possible to see it.
1: Thank you so much, and I'll be there today for whoever comes. Oh, he fantastic.
0: Comes uh, you can meet Jeremy and his team, 5.30 today and 7.30 today, JCC of Manhattan, seventy sixth Amsterdam Avenue. The uh, film is called Heading Home, The Tale of Team Israel. Jeremy Newberger, thank you so much, and uh, be in touch, please. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Tuesday morning broadcast as we continue at JM in the AM.